Welcome to the very first episode of Beyond the Album Cover, where we're going to take a look at a particular album, regardless of the genre, and explain its significance in music history. This is your boy, Jay Mace. I'm the host. Here's a little bit of information for those of you that may not know me. Well, my name is Jarrell Mason, better known as Jay Mace, and I hosted a radio show called The Time Machine on WUAG 103.0 FM from 2004 to 2009. And I started this podcast because I wanted to share with you, the listeners out there, my love and knowledge of music. And I want to say a very special thank you to two individuals who inspired me to get into podcasting, Jeremy White and Chris Lee. Thank you guys for getting me into the game. And for those of you that's out there listening for the first time, this podcast can also be heard on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Stitcher, Radio Public, and right here on anchor.fm so be sure to be on the look on those websites and other future websites where podcasts can be listened to so for the very first episode we're going to dive into a classic r&b album that forever changed the landscape of r&b music i'm talking about keith sweat's 1987 debut album make it last forever so you can look at this album as a shift in music or you could say R&B was before Keith Sweat and after Keith Sweat. Because let's look back before the album came out. R&B at that time was considered lush, adult, very upper class. You had artists such as Luther Vandross, Anita Baker, Sade, Lionel Richie, Freddie Jackson. And of course the usual suspects, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, Prince, Diana Ross. And if you were a young kid growing up in the mid-80s, R&B necessarily really didn't speak to you because it was more speaking to your mom, your aunts, your uncles. And kids at this time was being weaned and raised on hip-hop. So when Make It Last Forever came out, it was the first R&B album that spoke directly to the youth. Now, Teddy Riley, he produced rap classics such as the show, Deggy Fresh, Slick Rick, Underground Hit, Rap's New Generation by Classical 2. And before he linked up with Keith Sweat to do the album, he was soured on doing R&B because of his failed attempt through to his R&B group, Kids at Work. So when they both got together to make this album, it was a complete breath of fresh air. And it wasn't more evident from I Wanna. From the opening hit of the track, it immediately got you off your feet and onto the dance floor. Teddy Riley told a story with Jeff Cho at the Red Bull Music Academy lecture series that the song premiered on WBLS and by Frankie Crocker, late legendary DJ Frankie Crocker. He had a segment of his show called Slam of the Jamming, where people called in and decided whether the song was hot or not. And the people didn't like it, but Frankie Crocker spoke up for the song and said that he was going to continue to play it because it was unlike anything that was out there before. Now, the one good thing about I Wanna and New Jack Swing in general is that you didn't really need a particular dance to dance to a New Jack Swing record. You could pretty much pick a groove and do whatever dance that you felt led to do. But what really stood out for me for Make It Last Forever was the slow jams, right in the wrong way, Make It Last Forever, 
the remake of the dramatic classic in the rain how deep is your love all of those songs probably play the soundtrack to your prom to your elementary or middle school dance or your slow jam mixtape that you probably made off of the radio on the quiet storm it was a calling card that there was going to be a new sound in r&b music and that key sweat was going to be at the helm the album was a top 20 hit on the pop charts number one on the r&b charts even i wanna was a crossover smash going number five on the pop charts number one on the r&b charts now the one good thing about music back in the late 80s early 90s was that you were able to milk albums for a long period of time i mean the album came out in 1987 and his sophomore album the i'll give all my love to you album didn't come out until 1990. so three years keith sweat was able to milk off of that album and he's still touring to this day off of this album and all his other albums in addition to his project albums with lsg the late gerald lavert and johnny gill so the reason why i chose to highlight make it last forever first was because it set the stage for every album r&b wise that came after that and just to give you a heads up for the next two episodes of beyond the album cover we're going to dig into Guy's 1988 self-titled debut album. And then we're going to go into New Edition's 1988 Heartbreak album. Now, if you're a fan of the show, please feel free to go join the fan page on Facebook at facebook.com slash beyond the album cover. That's all together. And once again, this podcast is available on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Stitcher, and radio public so as soon as this airs you can go to those other links and you can listen to this podcast and keep updated on what i have here so if you have suggestions go to the facebook page facebook.com forward slash beyond the album cover so until the next episode when we dig into guys 1988 debut album this your boy j mace thank you for tuning in to beyond the album cover and Keep those vinyl record hopes alive. Peace.